Welcome into the newest episode of Side Mission. I, like always, am your host, Rusty Ellis, joined by just two of the boys today, Kyle and Thacker Nomad. I didn't almost say his name. I'm fucking happy about this. And today, oh boy, we're talking about a game that all of us were looking forward to, and unfortunately, this game, well, didn't exactly deliver on the hype that uh, it created. So, Kyle... Mm -hmm. I remember in the first year of the podcast when we did an episode and the ending of the episode, we talked about the reveal trailer for a game called Gotham Knights. And the trailer was fantastic. Looked like a lot of fun. Looked like the story would be incredible. Look, and it wasn't, wasn't going to be any kind of continuation of the Arkham series, and it's not a continuation of the Arkham series. That's what the Suicide Squad game next year is going to be, hopefully. Uh, but it looked like a game that could be relatively interesting. Unfortunately, while the story is interesting, um, the rest of the game really fucking falters, and that's putting it mildly. So, yeah, let's just jump right in. Um, in case you haven't seen it yet, uh, the gameplay in this game is rough. It is. It is really, really rough. Combat feels overly simplified. Controls, whether it's vehicle or gliders, doesn't feel smooth at all. It feels very, very strict. Um... Kyle, I, I don't really know what quite went wrong with this game. I don't really know. I mean, we know that it had a rocky development cycle. But I don't know if that tells the whole story. I, I don't know what what went wrong the worst in this game, to be quite honest. Honestly, this game, it, I think that with them promising co-op, yeah. it was probably the most exciting part because... Playing the Arkham games, you know, I think something that, you know, everybody low-key kind of wanted was to be able to patrol Gotham City and take down bad guys with a friend. Because who doesn't think that that would be fun? The idea on paper is great. But the execution, yes. unfortunately, with the 30 FPS frame rate, and that's when you're not riding vehicles or jumping around the city... Um, that already set the precedent that this game was not going to be delivering us a next-gen experience. 30 FPS and, is generous when you put yourself in some of yeah. those situations. 30 FPS, is you're lucky if you're getting that. Yeah, it's... Honestly, I really expected more from this open world. I think that it's very barren compared to the previous open world Batman games we've gotten with Arkham. It doesn't make sense that a game that came out so long ago can, you know, it, it's essentially the, you know, the same kind of game. It does it better. It looks better. It plays better. And the driving, as much as everybody complained about the Batmobile, yes. it was better. It was yes. 10 times better than the Bat Cycle is in this game. It feels slow. You can't, there is zero air control. So you have to commit to jumps. Um, I you know, really wanted a faster way of traversing the city. And the gliders are pretty slow as well. And that's if you get a glider. I played as Jason, and uh, he just gets this stupid jump that he does over and over. That makes no and, sense uh, to me either. Like, it's just weird. Robin yeah, gets a teleport. Really like, weird. that's not a glide at all. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, and I don't know why you had to unlock the gliders too through all these different tasks. Like, why didn't they just give it to you from the beginning and have you unlock some kind of special ability or something? I don't know. Is is weird that you also can't con or you can't customize the bat cycle. You can't upgrade it. Can't really do anything outside of the color. Yeah. Um, which is weird because I felt like the player customization got knocked out of the park. I really oh, enjoyed great. getting to customize different suits and. You know, actually getting to see my gear, where, you know, this game got compared to Avengers a lot, and I think that is a poor comparison, because this game Agreed. did so much better than Avengers. doesn't make this a great game, but it definitely did things way better than Avengers, such as getting to see your gear that you're actually crafting for your characters, and, you know, not just applying it and having the suit that you choose take over whatever, you know your character is going to look like you know the one thing i really agree with what you said was gotham feels barren and you know in arkham knight it was explained why it was like that because it was evacuated due to scarecrow's threats this game there's literally no reason for gotham city to be barren there's no evacuation there's nothing happening outside of you know batman spoiler alert if you didn't know this batman fucking dies at the start of this one um there is a spoiler alert because we are going to talk about the ending a little bit of this game because the ending is absolutely atrocious. Um, but there's no reason for Gotham City to be as empty as it is. There's zero reason for it. Like, I remember when we did Saints Row, Matt called that world empty. I mean, Saints Row's world, by comparison, felt much more vibrant and alive than this game did. Now, this game, that's probably the only thing Saints Row has on this game. Saints Row was worse at probably just about everything else. But... It really didn't... They didn't do themselves any favors in this game being open world when it doesn't really feel like there's... It's a world that's lived in. It doesn't feel like that at all. Uh, Backer, I feel like the development cycle absolutely contributed to this game's poor state or this game's current state. I don't know if I can say poor because, I mean, we did just get done reviewing Scorn and that game's pretty atrocious, but... I think that when you look at the fact that the first red flag for this game was, okay, there's going to be co-op, but it's only two-player co-op. Um, they've since announced that there will be a four-player mode added at some point in November, although I've got to be honest, I don't think the player base for this game is going to be is going to be that, that full. I don't think it's going to be... There's not going to be many people playing this game in November, in my opinion. Um, the next red flag was this was made next-gen exclusive. The last-gen... Um, versions of it were abruptly cancelled and there wasn't much of an explanation for why and the fact that this game runs as poorly as it does it wasn't really much of a reason to cancel the last gen versions I feel like we got the last gen versions and they just slapped a big PS5 or Xbox series sticker on it and then the final nail in the coffin was and this came out last week when the game launched uh, as of recording and that was that the game on console was going to be locked at 30 FPS. I feel like all of the red flags were there, Thacker. And I feel like the development cycle ultimately is a major reason why this game does not succeed. Honestly, I couldn't have said it best. Um, you really hit the nail on the head there, man. Um, this game is visually, I don't want to say atrocious, it's very unappealing. Very unappealing. Yeah. It's 
30 FPS on a next-gen exclusive. And to put that in perspective, we just got done talking about Plague Tale, which was locked at 30 FPS, but that game looks a million times better than this game did. I didn't get a chance to play it with you guys, but watching you guys play that and realizing that's 30 FPS compared to this, I I would be embarrassed to be part of that development team. Yeah, it's not it's not good. Now, that's not to say, in fact, I'm going to stay with you on this one. That's not to say that there's, you know, that there's nothing about this game that isn't great in concept. I think oh, 90% of this game is amazing in concept. It's just like Cyberpunk. I think Cyberpunk was an incredible concept. It's the execution that didn't work. The story's really interesting, despite all the flaws with the rest of the gameplay. The story's really interesting, and the fact that we're getting to play as four heroes that we've never never really gotten a chance to play extended versions of, you know, outside of some DLC in the Arkham games where you'd play, like, 30-minute missions. Yep. Hacker, there's a lot of potential here, and it just sucks that it was not realized. Uh, most definitely. This game has so much potential it they had pushed it back another minimum two months to work on more stuff it would have been amazing we always talk about how games need to be uh whether or not they need to be pushed back or delayed but this is a prime example of it saints row was a prime example of it if this game had gotten delayed even another two months, there could have been so much better stuff gone for it. Especially when you take in consideration the story is amazing. Even yes. the side story stuff is amazing. Yeah, I think that the story as a whole is really strong. It's a good narrative up until the very end. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I really like story. yeah, it's good. Like, it's just crazy to think that. And honestly, I it upsets me. The fact that with it being a next gen, there's not more for it. Not to say there's not good things for it, though. Yeah, I think that, you know, there definitely were a lot of reviews that came out about this game. IGN ought to be ashamed. Out of pocket. IGN yes. and GameSpot both ought to be embarrassed. Like, this game is not a four. That's yeah, bullshit. Four and a five. IGN out here rolling the after, dice for him. Yeah, after Saints Row got, what, a seven? It, you know, it got a six from them. It got a six a from six. them. It got a six from yeah, GameSpot. That's... Saints Row got a seven. Oh, no, they, no, they got sixes from both of them. I'm wrong. So, yeah, they both yeah. got sixes. I'm wrong. To say that this game is worse than Saints Row is a joke, dude. Like, how do you think this game that, despite the frame rate issues, actually fucking works? Yes. And has a good story despite the ending i had so much more fun on this game in the co-op than i did in saints row on the co-op and i really i really don't understand where people are coming out you know with this lower than saints row score um some of some of my biggest positives for this game definitely lie within the missions i gotta say the the story was really good but the side missions i think with the other villains as little as there may be i thought that they were very entertaining mr freezes was the best he was my favorite and his his boss fight was insane yes. agreed 
definitely the best boss fight in the game. There um, were a lot of reviews that said the bosses are just, like, damage sponges. And really, outside of Harley, I thought that the other boss fights were fine. Yeah, yeah, I didn't... Honestly, I didn't mind Clayface's. I really liked Mr. Freeze's. Harley's was kind of, eh. Yeah, it wasn't um, great. Yeah, but... Yeah, this, this game had a, a good story. And while the controls are not great, at least it works. At least they work. And, you know, if I wanted to, I could platinum this game. Unlike Saints Row, that was literally so broken, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kyle, let's platinum the game. Oh, boy. I don't know about that. <laughs> he could platinum. He didn't say he wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This game, I think, is definitely... Uh, it's not the best. Um, it had potential, though. Yeah. That, unfortunately, I think that's short. the most... I think that's the frustrating part, dude, is that there's a lot of potential in a game like this. Because, honestly, I really liked most of the main characters in the game. I thought that Alfred was really well voice acted. Uh, the only... Like of the four got of the four knights that you play as, the four knights, quote unquote. Red Hood was really the only one whose voice actor I wasn't a huge fan of. I felt like his character was very one-dimensional, but I felt like the voice actors and actresses behind Nightwing, Robin, and Batgirl, I thought they were all really solid. I, I didn't think now they weren't Charlotte McBurney. Again, shout out to her, the voice actress that plays Amicia in Plague Tale. They weren't, it wasn't a performance like hers where I'm like, that might be the best performance of the year. But it's serviceable and it did the job. Like, you don't play a superhero game for great performances. Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill in the Arkham games are massive exceptions to that. They are massive exceptions to that. Those two are legendary voice actors. But... I also didn't really have much of a problem with the Court of Owls. I didn't have a problem with Talia al Ghul or the League of Shadows until, again, the ending, and I think we'll get to that in just a second. Um, didn't have a problem with really... The biggest issue I had with the villains, I didn't love Harley's voice. Like, I don't know. I just prefer how she sounds in the Arkham games. And that's kind of more of a, if it bothers you, it's going to bother you the entire time. And if it doesn't, you, you'll be fine. You'll probably think that it's whatever. Um, I thought that this, the character designs were good. I thought that the main character models were fine and were good. NPCs and enemies were dreadfully bad. Like, very little detail, very little expression, very little emotion. And they're NPCs, they're not all that important, but it, it really kind of feels like... It really kind of feels like a lot of effort was put in on the main characters. Um, Detective Montoya was a quality side character. I liked her. I thought that their use of the Penguin as essentially a quest giver in this game, he's quote-unquote turned a new leaf, thought that was interesting. I did hate, however, how Lucius Fox was kind of just sidelined. I was not a fan of that. Yeah. I, I thought that Lucius Fox should have had a much bigger role in this game, and there will be people that say, well, in Arkham Knight, he didn't really have a huge role. I, I disagree. He constantly gave you upgrades, whereas in this one, you only ever hear from him if you select his missions. So... I think that as a whole, characters, main characters were solid. There was just a couple qualms I had with some side characters and their usage. I and I agree. Uh, the one thing that really kind of bothered me, being the comic book nerd I am, uh, I felt like, and of course, spoilers. Later on in the story, when we encounter Man Bat, I feel like his entire wasted. wasted. Exactly, it was completely wasted. 
I hated how instead of it, Man Bat being his own villain, he took the back seat as just an experiment, mass produced, and it's it's ridiculous to think that. Uh, Clayface loved his design. Mister Freeze, amazing design. I agree with what you said. Harley's voice was kind of atrocious. It was rough, compared, yeah. Compared yeah. to the other Harleys we've ever gotten. Uh, her design was, in, at least in her suit, was cool. I liked the different take on it. I wasn't the biggest fan. The Court of Owls, finally getting them involved was amazing. Can I just say this, that any reviews that got mad at the story and said that the Court of Owls, quote-unquote, were not in the story very much... I feel like a lot of those reviews came out after like the first like two or three hours of gameplay because I felt like they were in the game quite a bit. <laughs> they were yeah, in they the really game. Were. For real. They were in the game more than the main villain was. They were in the game more than Talia. Yep. And that's crazy when reviews are saying they're not in the game that much. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I think that people saying that the Court of Owls weren't in the game that much it's just weird when like did you play you the whole say, game like yeah like you know i see them i mean you run into them so much that they're even out on the street doing you know participating in street crimes you know they were well sprinkled throughout the story as well as encounters with other people like harley like the penguin i think that you know them kind of splitting it up and having you know these different factions has always been a staple in the batman games and you know maybe people were just thinking that the court of owls was going to come in and be like the main faction and this was just going to be about them but i never got that idea or that premise from any of the trailers we watched or anything we saw but i you know i thought that you know they were in it plenty for them to be considered one of the main factions that you're fighting to be honest, I never thought, and, and maybe if you go back and watch the trailer and slow it down frame by frame, I'm wrong with what I'm about to say. I don't really feel like the trailer gave any kind of misleading information towards certain characters being included a certain amount of the game. I feel like the trailers were very, very fair in what they showed up. In fact, that reveal, yep. one of the biggest villains that's shown for, you know, that gets the most screen time in the trailer is Mr. Freeze. And because mm -hmm. he's at the very end, he's one of the few villains that they actually show. Like, they don't show the League of Shadows hardly at all. And the League of Shadows are a very, very important part of this game. So I don't... I, I, I think that people that are saying, oh, they weren't in the game enough, I think those are people that wanted the Court of Owls to be front and center the entire time and didn't understand that that's not the game that was promised. Uh, the developers did yep. not lie to us about that. For all the bad things that happened during development... They didn't lie, in my opinion, about that. They told the truth. Like, they were very open about, you know, who's going to be in the game, how much, and they didn't promise anything that they didn't deliver on outside of, obviously, performance and stuff like that that we've talked about. Um, I want to talk about the patrols because, I again, I thought that was an interesting concept. The idea of patrolling Gotham, uh, solving crimes, going out and doing crimes, and, you know, finding clues to do premeditated crimes, which is how you get the glider for each character. I think that's a stupid-ass way to get the glider. By the way, want to just rant on this real quick. Someone explain to me why you have to earn Batgirl's glider. Because everyone knows what her glider is, right? 
It's nothing more than her cape. It's her yeah, fucking. Has her it's cape her on. fucking cape that she has the entire fucking game. And you mean to tell me that she couldn't spread her fucking arms and like glide? The old, that is so the stupid only glider, in my opinion. The only glider that makes sense to earn is Nightwings. Even is Nightwings and maybe Tim's. Maybe and that's, that's a hard that's, maybe. Agreed, and that's only because of the simple fact of Tim because of the whole satellite required to teleport bullshit that is the only reason i would say it's it would make sense as a requirement nightwings I, though yeah. nightwings, nightwings is broken it's broken as somebody who played as nightwing the entirety of the game pretty much nightwings glider is broken you're able to change altitudes and get places a lot faster than you could on the bat cycle i agree and it was it it's no it's Hems, um, yeah. I think the patrols. You, I think the patrols were like again a, a, an amazing concept. I think that in execution, it didn't go quite as well as it could have. I think that it does get very. I hate going down this line of criticism because I hate it when I hear it as a crutch for other reviewers. It doesn't feel like it feels like you're more or less kind of just doing the same stuff over and over again. It has that repetitive feel to it. And there's nothing that really makes any of them stand out outside of like maybe the or, the organ trafficking crimes, like maybe those are a little bit different than what you normally have to do. But even then, I mean, I don't think that there's enough variety there to keep someone wanting to do the crimes. And the only motivation at that point is just if you're trying to get someone's glider. I mean, that's pretty much all there is. I think outside of like the side villains, side content in this game is really lacking. And that's a problem because in an open world game, if you're not going to have content, your open world suffers more than it already is from being empty and barren. Your open world suffers even more when there's not good side quests. And the fact that they sidelined essentially Penguin and Lucius Fox to be quest givers that are immobile. I don't like that. That's disrespecting of the source material and disrespecting of the characters. Those are two important characters in the bat in Batman lore. I've no fucking clue why they were relegated to bench roles like that. Almost like in Halloween Ends, how they how fucking Michael Myers isn't in fucking thirty percent of the movie. Like, yep. why, why, why you don't watch a Halloween movie for anything other than Michael Myers and for chaos? So it's the same thing here. You play Batman games for the villains because the villains are some of the best part of Batman. Why did you sideline one of the biggest ones? So. We've talked about the Bat Cycle and how it controls atrociously. People that complained about the Batmobile, I hope you're fucking happy because this is what we got instead. Yep. This is what Arkham Knight yep. could have been. I better see reviewers change those fucking sixes and sevens they gave Arkham Knight. I better see eights and nines from those because y'all bitched and moaned about the fucking Batmobile. And it looks amazing compared to what is in this game. The Bat Cycle is atrocious. It's slow, and you know what? Matt will hate this when he hears this whenever he listens to the episode. I'm going to compare the something about the driving in this game to No More Heroes 3. In that game, when you crash into a car, nothing happens. You bump and you change directions. That's exactly what happens in this game. You literally, you would think that it would cause a wreck or a crash, or at least like there'd be something that happens when it goes off, when you hit another car. Nothing happens. And that's fucking lazy in my opinion they literally cheaped out on the animations and i just wanted to get that in real quick so let's talk about the ending because that's the biggest flaw in this game right now 
That is yeah. the biggest flaw is this game's fucking ending. And <laughs> if it sounds like I'm cursing a lot, I am sorry. But this game's ending is so bad and it was so predictable that Thacker, you called it in like chapter three that this was going to yeah. happen. So you chase down Talia al Ghul after the leader of the Court of Owls. I'll keep their identity a secret. You chase her down to where you find that she has created a gigantic Lazarus pit in just the tunnels under Gotham City. And this is after you've stopped the man-bats that she's controlling that are are wreaking havoc across the city. And... Yeah, it was under the Batcave, too. That, that's the other thing, is that it's under, like, the destroyed Batcave when, you know, the, because Batman blew it up in the beginning, and it's where he died. Um, so, I, there's no words for how stupid this is. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I really can't. Um, <laughs> rather than just fight Talia al Ghul straight up, they first make you fight a different enemy. For those who don't know how the Lazarus Pit works in Batman, you stick someone's body in it that is dead... And it resurrects them. That's a really simplified way of saying what it does. There's a deeper explanation, but I'm not even going to touch that right now. Um, I don't want to. So who does who does Talia choose to uh, resurrect? Is it Ra's al Ghul, who was killed in the beginning of the game? No. Is it Joker, who appears to be dead in this universe? No. Um, she resurrects fucking Bruce Wayne. And in doing that, this game <laughs> committed the cardinal sin that I didn't want it to commit, and that's that I wanted no trace of Batman on this game. I wanted the stories of Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin to be told. And instead, the writers committed the cardinal sin and had Batman hijack it at the very end. But Kyle, not only did they resurrect him, they kill him again. They kill him again in the ending. I think this ending is one of the worst endings we're going to get in the game for a very long time. I'm going to let you two fucking talk because I'm angry. <laughs> yeah, I definitely uh, thought that that was a bad move, them bringing Bruce Wayne back from the dead just to have you fight him. like, And then I they mean, kill him again for no yeah, reason. It, no reason It was at so all. stupid for them to bring him back for five minutes because I thought, oh, okay, well, you know, kind of weird that he's back, but now it'll you know, maybe it'll change up the gameplay. Maybe Batman will give us quests or, you know, it'll have us... And he's dead. Again. So dumb that they had him come back. You fought him for one boss fight. And then he just sacrificed himself again to get rid of the Lazarus pit. And you really couldn't have brought in some crazy big cameo of a dead character like anybody else. They really had to bring in Bruce Wayne and make you fight him just to kill him in, you know, the last scene. And then they had the whole... Here's here's what else I thought was really fucking stupid. The whole fake-out death where Talia stabbed him. I was like, oh shit, he's dead. And then he somehow made it up to the Batwing and got in it and he was like, I'm not dead. But I will be in five minutes. <laughs> It was so dumb. He just fucking literally blew up the Batwing and killed himself. Like, you you couldn't have found some other way to destroy... Like, maybe we could have planted some bombs and blown it up and taken you to a hospital, Bruce? Did you right. need to die? 
Like it, just, it didn't make sense. It's stupid. Like especially because, as I don't know for you guys, but as Nightwing literally, he holds Bruce back from fighting Talia, and goes, "If she ki- if you die again, Alfred's gonna kill me." What the hell? Why? Why even go through that and die again? It's so stupid. I, I thought is. it would have been cool for that final fight with Talia, even though Bruce was injured. It would have been a cool moment to have. I think I think I would have been more okay if they did it this way instead of Bruce dying that way. If you got to fight side by side at the end with Bruce against Talia. And I would he have dies liked it a lot more than way. what we got. If he had died that way instead of just blowing up the Batwing to keep the Court of Owls from getting the Lazarus Pit, from keeping Talia from having the Lazarus Pit, I would have liked it a lot more. But it was a dumbass fucking decision. And I, I don't ever want to have to see that ending again. If If, Kyle, if we do decide to platinum this... I'm not going to play the ending again because that's atrocious. Skip. Skip the yeah. cutscene. I just... Not even skip the cutscene. <laughs> not even just... I'm not even going to that area. The second I get yep. to that point, it's, all right, game over. I don't have the platinum. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I think that there's a lot in this game that didn't work. I think that they're... It's really disappointing because there's so many concepts that in theory would have made for an awesome game and there is just nothing there there's there's very few positives that I can say besides the story and some of the performances and the designs that I just feel like this game was wasted potential and I feel like that is partly from laziness and we look at like the game physics we look at the gameplay and how overly simplified it was we could, uh, you know, it, it could be part about the development cycle. You know, there's so many things that went wrong for this game that, and remember, I said this a few episodes ago in our scoring episode that I thought this game would end up making the worst games of the year list. And I don't think I'm wrong about that. I think it very much will be on that list. Yeah. Uh, I will say a four and a five, exaggerating. That is exaggerating to holy hell. The game functions and works. It is not that bad. Now, as far as the score, I'll give it. I'm going to sit 6.5. And that's a cop-out. That may seem like a cop-out because I gave Saints Row a 6. To be honest, I almost want to drop Saints Row to a 5 because of the bullshit they've been doing before. Um, I will say this, and this is probably an unpopular opinion. I'm looking around to make sure nobody from IGN or GameSpot hears what I'm about to say. Making sure nobody <laughs> nobody from the Court of Battles hears what I'm about to say. I could make a compelling argument that this game is closer to a 7 than it is a 5. I could give you a very compelling argument. It is much closer to a 7 than it is a 5. Whereas I IGN. think... I think... I, yeah, IGN's like at my door. They're about to beat down my door and come take me mm-hmm. out because I said that. Uh, these are the same people, by the way. Just spoiler alert, because you're gonna hear you're gonna hear this on another episode from us. Another disagreeing. Uh, the nerve of them to give the fucking Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two campaign a six. The nerve, because that campaign was fantastic. Um, so IGN uh, can eat a fat one for all I care. Uh, that 
on that note, I think it's a great place to stop before we go any further. I don't know. I feel like we go further. We're going to start saying things that can get us canceled. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to end it right there. Uh, that's going to wrap up this episode of Side Mission. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Side Mission Pod. We're on Facebook and on TikTok at Side Mission Podcast. Thacker is hopefully going to have some funny, if not cancelable, uh, <laughs> if not cancelable clips from uh, Gotham Knights that I will probably be seeing relatively quickly. But that's going to wrap us up here. We're done with this game. We're done with Gotham shites. Not playing this game again for a while. It's already uninstalled on my PS5, I'm not going to lie. But for the boys, for Kyle, for Packer, for Matt's non-existent ass, I'm Rusty Ellis. Thanks for listening.